Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Our audience demographic is 98% business owners and business executives who listen to the show to learn from our guests. If your firm is interested in reaching these top decision makers, then advertising on our radio shows may be the answer. Each month, our sponsors gain valuable exposure through their support of our program. We deliver over 40,000 highly targeted sponsor impressions a month. And if you'd like to learn more about advertising with Critical Mass Radio Show, then contact our advertising department at 949-887-4104. All right. I told you about our second guest earlier. Her name is Janet Boydell. She's the owner of A Higher Connection. She developed a unique model that she calls the Fast Forward Resume in order to predict the success of current and future employees within a company. Janet will share today here on the show with you, our audience, how to create a Fast Forward Resume and explain why she believes most companies struggle with the hiring process. Janet, welcome to the program. Hi, Rick. Thanks very much for having me. It's our pleasure. Let's talk a little bit about you before we talk about your company and the Fast Forward Resume. Tell the audience a little bit about your professional background. Sure. Um, I spent about 10 years in accounting and finance in the investment banking field and um, was home with a child, went into recruiting by accident as a researcher, and 19 years ago, here I am. Uh, spent uh, nine years in Orange County with Lou Adler. I don't know if you know him. Um, he uh, is also an author of Power, Power Hiring and had the p- privilege of working with several other recruiters that were very good at what they did. So I had a really good mentor and group of people to work with. From that, I moved on and uh, had a couple of partners. We wrote a book, the first book, You're Not the Person I Hired. And then this um, seven years ago, I started a higher connection. So with that organization, I knew that I wanted to create a repeatable and sustainable process that was also objective. So when you take a look at hiring today and how it goes, it is highly subjective and therefore inherently flawed. And that's where a lot of hiring mistakes come from, is all those hot buttons that everybody have and all of those reasons to exclude someone and why they shouldn't be hired and looking at a resume and everything wrong with it and shooting holes in it. I'm about finding what's right. I'm about a cre- uh, I've created a process that helps people see why they should hire somebody. And I live in one place called What, What, How. Here's what needs to get done. Here's what, what have you done that's relevant, and how would you go about helping my client? So that's what I do when I'm working with my candidates. And so that's kind of where I got to today. That's where, I, where I'm playing. So your firm is a higher connection. That's right. And uh, what type of firms do you work with generally? Um, 80% are manufacturing and distribution. They are in Los Angeles, Orange, and Riverside County. Um, so I'm all over the Southland. I'm a regional recruiter, so I'm a boutique shop, and I service Southern California. Perfect. Now let's talk a little bit about your own intellectual property, which you have branded as the Fast Forward Resume. Share with our audience the basic elements or the concepts behind the Fast Forward Resume. Why did you even pick that name? What does that mean? Okay. So got to back up a little bit so I can, I'll use you as a hypothetical, um, because a lot of times when I'm explaining this to people, I can give you the definition, which is kind of long, which is the potential future version of a new hire's resume if they accomplish three or four key deliverables in the next 18 to 24 months. So that's a really long definition, and the mini-shortened version of a fast-forward resume is a mini-business plan for a single function. So when I the fast-forward resume uh, and using a hypothetical is a better way to go. If you hired me today as your executive producer, and we were to fast-forward three months, six months, now it's June of 2014, December of 2014, and you came to me and you said, Janet, update your resume. 
So you know what I'd do? I'd go find the one I gave you today that you mm-hmm. hired me off of. I'd shove everything down. I'd put on Crickle Mass Radio, and I'd put in my executive producer title, my even include a few duties and responsibilities but then typically what someone does is they think what have i done for the last 18 months right but the real question rick is what would you expect to see on my resume how did i help you get out in front of this business how is this show better are you reaching more markets do you have more um, uh, sponsors Uh, what do your revenues look like do you have more employees are you in a bigger facility are you being broadcast in a broader uh, market so if i'm responsible for doing all of that then what we have to do is identify what some of those key deliverables are, and then I help you reverse engineer them. We're going to take each one and tear it apart and break it down and quantify as much as we can with dollar signs, percentages, numbers, and put a time frame on it. So you would help me as the hiring manager to uh-huh. do that? That's right. Before we engage in the hiring process? That's right. Okay. Yes. Right. And so that document, uh, most companies use a job description to yeah. hire people. Right. And then they run the ad off of it. Well, for me, that's the floor. That's the bare minimum anyone should be doing. And the fast forward resume never gets put in a drawer. You know, job descriptions are great legal documents, but they sit in a drawer, and the only time they get pulled out and dusted off is when somebody needs to replace somebody or hire somebody new, right? Right. So the fast-forward resume is actually a living document, and I I look at it as a moving two-year average of what needs to be accomplished for the next two years, and as soon as something drops off, you're adding something else on because this process helps you get out in front of your business and stay out there. And as a hiring manager, when you have this document and you hire somebody to do a job, They're not managing themselves, so that frees you up to manage yourself and other people in the organization. And if you just think of this in terms of alignment and the more fast-forward resumes that different employees, key employees have, like a a CFO, a vice president of manufacturing, and a vice president of sales. Um, An example is if sales needs to grow by 20%, That's his fast-forward resume. We reverse-engineer that with all kinds of things, what markets, new product launches, hiring new people, opening new offices, whatever needs to get done. Okay. So, But what's the VP of manufacturing going to do? He's going to say, well, wait a minute. If we're launching new products, do I have the correct equipment? Are we at capacity? Do I need to buy, hire new employees? So he needs to get out in front of that. And what if there's a lead time on some $100,000 piece of equipment he's got to buy? So now the CFO goes, wait a minute, our... Our line of credit isn't big enough to manage that. So it, once you have those three individuals aligned, now everybody's on the same page moving toward the same directives, and they get accomplished faster. How does this compare fast-forward resume and implementing it and keeping it as a living document? How does it compare it to management by objectives? It's very similar. It's very similar. But this one is for a single function, okay. and so an individual is owning this. You can you can develop an incentive program off of this. Um, this individual, if they are, depending on where they are, would want to create and push downward and delegate responsibilities. Right. Because if you think of it in terms of a tree, you've got roots, and you've got the trunk, and you've got the branches. So if everything on top, uh, the CEO sitting at the top of that tree, and he's got his main reports reporting to him, he keeps pushing that down. They push down to their line management, and the line management pushes down. Now you're in the roots, and everything comes back up, and the tree grows, because everything is, is is symbiotic. It seems like it could take some of the plates that the CEO spins off of her desk, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. If you effectively delegate and explain and get agreement from the individuals, Mm -hmm. 
I get all that. That that seems like I can see how that would be a, a very powerful living document. Explain how I would use it in the interview process then. So once well, um, once we develop the fast forward resume, basically I've developed a process that helps candidates and clients get to interview number three on day one. So there's a lot of upfront work, and the FFR takes a lot of time. But what I tell a CEO or a hiring manager is, you're going to do this work anyway. Unfortunately, what they do is they hire somebody, and then they tell them what they expect of them. And so six months later, they're scratching their head and thinking, where's the person I hired? You're not the person I hired. Right. Title the first book, right? right. um, And everybody agrees with that because they've all been there, done that, me included. I I made some bad hires myself. So um, the fast-forward resume is unique in that... um, I lost my train of thought. How do you use it in the hiring process? So in the hiring process, um, now as you go to attract candidates, number one, if you're going to write an ad, you're going to write a better ad. Most ads are focused on the company. It's all about the company. Here's Here's our benefits. Here's how big we are. Here's how many branches we have. And then there's this little section called requirements. Yeah, the ideal candidate will have three years of this. So, So what do you attract with that? If somebody's unhappy in their job and they're looking at an ad, and they see that ad, there's only one reason they would even apply. There's only one reason, and more money. More money. To do the same job. So the fast-forward resume helps you write an ad, so you're going to flip that, and it's going to be all about the job. Because I've learned that there are, well, there are three reasons why people stay and leave a company, the job, the boss, and the company. So if you can tap into what's going on with one of those things, then you can bring talent to the table that ordinarily wouldn't be there. And the fast-forward resume acts as a marketing tool. It is reaching out, and when I send this out to candidates who say, t- say to me, I'm happy, I'm not interested, and they right. take a look at it, they all say the same thing. I've never seen anything like this. Okay. This is incredibly thought-provoking. I could see exactly where I'm going and what a concept. I know exactly what's expected of me before I walk in the door. So you're saying high-achieving candidates no. like this type of resume yes. because it focuses on future activities right. and results. Well, in, in, in 19 years of doing this and through the, gener- the generosity of all the people I've had the privilege to meet, I've learned that they want more than anything to be productive. They want to know about becoming. They want to know where they're going and what's expected of them. And when somebody knows what's expected of them, they tend to work toward that versus just going in day to day and now they're just collecting a paycheck. So this document in incentivizes this document inspires this document is laid out for everybody to see and this individual can now make a decision an informed decision before they pull themselves off the market and make a change for a bad move they won't make a bad move right because this document is going to help them ask better questions and get out in front of what's going on we're talking with janet boydell she is founder and ceo of her own firm a higher connection we're talking about her unique Fast Forward Resume, Intellectual Property. We're going to talk more about that, and we're going to role-play a little bit here on an interview because I I want her to share with our audience of CEOs and business owners how they could use that in the interviewing process. And we'll do that right after we come back from these words from our commercial sponsors. This is the sound of a flat-screen television hurled off a building. Now the new bike your kid wants. These are the things you could have all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Use Energy Star light bulbs and appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. 
If you are an Orange County business executive, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitments in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have these questions, then Critical Mass for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions. These are groups of peers running businesses just like you, providing a great sound board to test ideas and concepts, review plan and goals, and present issues and opportunities for discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, people, and execution skills. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn more about our executive peer group. Got stuff to the right, more stuff to the left. Got enough stuff, but I can't take a step. So I smart stopped and took a minute to think. I need a little better spot, not under the sea. With smart stop, I leave the stress at the door. Cause it's the smarter way to store. Smart stop bucks the system. Your first month's rent is just a buck. Your next three months are half off. Call 888-97-STORAGE and mention this station. Goodbye clutter, hello floors. Smart stop, the smarter way to store. Welcome back to Critical Mass Radio Show. My guest for this segment is Janet Bordell of A Higher Connection. I'd like to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download our show as a podcast. In the past 30 days, you've downloaded over 13,000 copies of our radio program, and we here at the show really do appreciate your continued support. If you're not listening to us as a podcast, maybe today you're listening live because you know Janet and you're excited that she was going to be on the show. I did have people telling me they were looking forward to hearing this based on the newsletter that went out earlier today, which is great to hear. Uh, you can do that on iTunes, Stitcher, other business podcasting services, or my website, criticalmassforbusiness.com. During the break, Janet, we were talking kind of about a personal experience that you had and sort of how the FFR, the fast-forward resume, can be used really effectively. So would you share a little bit of that personal experience with our sure. audience? So one of the positions I had downtown L.A. was an, for an assistant controller, and I got interviewed by the controller and the CFO. And when I started the job, he came into me and he offered me he said, here's the employee handbook and your job description, and you need to sign off that you got these for HR. So when he handed them to me and I reached for them, he pulled them back, and he said, but Janet, what I expect out of you is I want you to take our consolidated P&L and divide it into 33 different departments and branches. I want you to create the rationale to hire two new CPAs. I need AP and AR cross-trained. I need a budget implemented. I need our daily report done on time. And um, uh, there were a couple of other things. And when I listened to him, I said, okay, and I signed off on it. But I realized they didn't interview me about any of that. Hmm. They didn't ask one question to find out if I could do any of those things. Well, could you? Of course, okay. except the budget. So okay. I'd never worked for that larger firm, but they shipped me to San Francisco, and I went and learned, and I came back, and I implemented it. So they got lucky. So they got lucky. <laughs> the reality is they did. Uh, and so the fast-forward resume is would have taken all of that and right. put it in on a document that I would have been able to read, and then you asked how would it be used in an interview process. Exactly. So now it's about the what, what, how. You know, one of the things we need done is to have budgets implemented. Janet, can you tell me about how you implemented budgets in the past, and how would you go about doing that for us? Right? So each one of those key deliverables that they needed done, they could ask a question about. 
And I help yeah. clients formulate those questions. And what am I looking for in your answer? You're the candidate. I know what I need done. I explain to you what, what, how. What am I listening for to make sure you're actually the right person to do the job? So the way I do it is when I'm talking to somebody and I ask that question, um, I can tell right away if they can quickly sum up in three to five minutes and, oh, and give me an overview of what they've done in the past that relates to what I just asked about. The third piece about how would you go about helping my client is a thinking thing. Right. And I've discovered if you can learn how somebody thinks before you hire them, you're going to eliminate a lot of mistakes. Uh, a lot of uh, what I think happens is uh, discourse and not getting along with other people because you're not on the same page. You're not, you're not in agreement. Right. So the here's what needs to get done. What have you done that's relevant, and how would you go about helping us? Is and, and what if I said as a happened? candidate, I could, I could answer the first two questions, but on the how, I said, well, you know, I really don't know right. XYZ company that well, so I'd have to get in for a while and see how... How do you get them to be more specific? Because that's really what you're looking for. That's is right. How are you going to function in my company with my yeah. resources and limitations? So what you want to do is be able to find out, can this person take what they've done in the past and visualize in their mind how they would go about helping you? So a good indication is whether or not they ask you questions. Are they asking you thoughtful questions to say, let me find out a few things first? Okay. Anybody who steps in and starts saying, well, here's what you need to do, and you got to do that, and you got to do this, this. I, a little red flag kind of goes up. They really don't have enough information to be able to do that. And you got to be careful when you're asking the how would you help us question. In a first round, it may or may not be relevant based on the level of the person that you're interviewing, right? Okay. The more experienced somebody is, the more they can bring to the table. And so at XYZ Company, we did it this way. Over here, we did it like this. And it took a team of 10, and it took us 10 months and here's why we did it here are the problems we ran into here's what i learned from it and here's what the quantifiable result is so they can assimilate and be able to share with you here's how i would approach it knowing what i know and where i based on where i've been would it be good if they said i can present you with some trade-offs you know here are Mm -hmm. the things that i've done Mm -hmm. and if you wanted it this way if you had these constraints i'd have to do it here and if not i could do that i mean would that be an okay conversation to have with them and would that show you that they're kind of connecting the dots and sure um a lot of times my candidates do come to the table because i do a phone screen first and it's a good hour to an hour and a half and then when we meet in person i will ask them to bring examples um, I'm not interested in the content itself. I want to see, like, if I need somebody who needs to use pivot tables in accounting for whatever reason, I want them to bring that and show me what they created, where it came from, what kind of information is being downloaded, how are they using it, and what kinds of business decisions are being made off of it. So so not um, are, are there people who, in when they see a fast-forward resume as a candidate, shy away from the level of accountability <laughs> that it would sort of imply that they're stepping up for? When I'm talking on the phone, I'm evaluating that anyway, but I'm sending them the candidate version because I actually do create two. There's the company version that has all the bells and whistles, the numbers, the percentages, the dollar signs, and the time frames. I'm going to pull out all of that content-rich data because I don't want to give away my client's business plan, but I can create a candidate version and give them a flavor of what's expected of them. Then when we meet in person, if I feel like I want to go forward with them, I will share more with them. So um, they actually get a kick out of it. They have been very complimentary and said they've never seen anything like this. Several business owners have said, I've never seen anything like this. I think, and and this is, uh, maybe I'm wrong, so correct me, but it would seem to me that a high achiever, high achievers tend to like to be measured because they're achieving and they want the credit to go, right? right? And so something like this might attract the type of person who really 
is ready to be managed that way. Right. And, and my, my earlier question is, there may be some people who go, well, you know, there's there's not a lot of gray area in what you're asking me, and I'm not comfortable in that role. Right. So it sets the benchmark. So if if um, somebody is reading this, a lot of times, here's here's an indication for me. Um, a lot of times if somebody is reading it, they'll say, you know, I, I've gone through this, and it's three pages long, and I can do one through eight. I've never done nine. Is that is that a, a deal breaker? And a lot of times I'll say, well, that depends. We can figure out whether or not you've done something similar. So they'll actually fess up more. Right. And and but you don't want somebody who's been there, done that with everything, because then they're bored. You know. So that also helps them. I, I give a year's guarantee. And I but I've learned that if I don't work as hard for the candidate as I do my client, they can make a, a critical mistake and go someplace they don't belong. And I've actually told candidates they need to stay put. I've told people then accounting that are controllers that whose companies are going public in a year that my client's not thinking about going public and that's a great experience and they should stay put and go through it right and human nature being what it is is they'll actually push back and say well can't i go in the interview anyway and so it's it's an it actually helps you have a conversation i don't do interviews I have conversations. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, and and people it are engaged. It seems like a realer, if that's yeah. even a word, a more real experience for the candidate too. It's less yeah. p- kind of puffing and right. Uh, and also, it probably takes some of the mystery out of what they're going to ask me. Right. To agree that you've briefed them and spent all that time with them. Well, they get invested in this. They have to fill out a questionnaire that's pretty in depth that is customized based off of the fast forward resume. And if they step up the to the plate and fill that out, I know they're serious and they have. It gets them to a point where they're at interview number three on day one. There's no more wondering how big was that facility, how many employees did I have over there, what, how many products did we have, you know, our SKUs. I'm asking critical questions, so when they come to the table, that's right on. They're, they're rattling they're it prepared. off, they're ready to go, and it makes everybody have a real conversation. So a lot of your examples have been around financial experience, and, mm. but... So talk to our audience a bit about the level of the position that the fast-forward resume would be appropriate for okay. and the types of positions that you've helped companies fill. Well, this the, the fast-forward resume is appropriate for any position, any size company, and at any function. It doesn't matter if it's for a CEO, a vice president of manufacturing, or a director of cost accounting, or a senior financial analyst, or a production manager. You can sit down with their hiring boss and, and whatever the level is, right. and pull out from them exactly what they expect of them and quantify as much of it as possible so that that person is not like looking at a job description. They're looking at expectations. And that would work in sales and marketing, right. all, all right. the functional areas. Right. Okay. And I do a lot of sales and a lot of operational types of positions. And you focus on manufacturing companies? Most of my clients are 80% of my business is manufacturing distribution, yes. Okay, so if there are CEOs and business out there, owners out there now that are listening live or in the future on a podcast and you're one of those people, then Janet might be the person to reach out to. I, I uh, have seen her talk to groups of CEOs and business owners, and I marvel at how engaged they become with the way that you're presenting this because I think you are helping them get proficient at something that many times most of us feel we lack the skill to really do it well. And if you don't hire well, I don't know how your business can run well unless you get That's lucky. Right. That's right. Okay, so if someone wants to learn more about you and a higher connection and the fast-forward resume, how do they find you online? They can visit my website, which is www.ahireconnection.com, and it's A-H-I-R-E, connection.com. They can email me at janet at ahireconnection.com, and should I give a number? Yes, Phone please. number yeah, is 909-599-4100. 
I've been so looking forward to having you on the program. I was excited that members of the community that I saw earlier today were saying, I saw your newsletter and we wanted to listen to your interview with Janet. So there you go. It works. And hopefully some of those in the audience will take the time to reach out. I can put my stamp of approval on Janet and the work that she does because I've seen her in practice with business, small and mid-market businesses here in Southern California, and they are delighted with the kind of things that she can help them with. So thank you for being on the program, a friend of the program, and a part of our community. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It's our pleasure. All right, that's going to do it for this segment of Critical Mass Radio Show. I'd like to thank our producer, Rachel Franzi, our engineer, Paul Roberts, our guest coordinator, Kathleen Shepard, and our marketing communications manager, Kelly Faltas. I'm your host, Rick Franzi, saying until the next time we have a chance to talk, here's hoping that all of your decisions will move your business in a positive direction. You've been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show right here in Orange County's only community radio station, OCTalkRadio.net.